0: This is a Rihanna song. I have no idea what it's called, but I like it. Disturbia? Boom. Expert. You may sing it? No. Disturbia. I'm basically a Rihanna stan. And and people act like it's bad that I think she's attractive. A Rihanna assuming. Stan. I think that's what the kids say. <laughs> um, it is high noon in the District of Columbia. It is time to get to the Bet QL guest line. Talk to our friend, Mitch Tischler, not before we thank our boy, Wildcard Scotty, for bringing in a rack of Popeyes. Thank you, Scotty. That, that is hitting the spot. Yes, indeed. I was about to have my second straight day of lame-ass soup lunch. Popeyes, <laughs> way better. Mitchell,
1: how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm shocked you're talking now. I heard you were crushing a Popeyes biscuit without anything else.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's clarify a few things here. Did I eat a Popeyes biscuit during the last break? Yes. Jeff gave me grief about eating a biscuit without putting something on it, and I was like, "Listen, man, when a biscuit is hot and it's a good biscuit, you can eat that plain because it's good." Yeah. So Jeff is incorrect.
2: I really don't like them.
0: No. You don't. You don't like biscuits at all.
2: I don't like the biscuits because I just I don't really like bread like that.
0: I know you don't need a lot. I don't need a lot of bread either, but biscuits I love. Um,
2: and Mitch, if I eat a biscuit, I gotta have some butter syrup.
1: Mitch, do you like biscuits? I love these biscuits, but uh, you gotta have some some butter, some honey, something on it to, to to juice it up a little bit.
0: You can eat them plain. I did add some honey, but you can eat them plain. For all the biscuit lovers out there, we stand together. Uh, let's talk a little football. Um, are you at all concerned, alarmed, not caring whatsoever about the pace of the Commanders' coaching search?
1: Oh, uh, entirely unconcerned about it. I mean from the beginning we knew this was going to be uh this was going to have to be a patient search and that they were taking a a wide-ranging view of it and the fact that you know some of the top candidates top uh coordinator candidates are still playing in the NFL playoffs means there's not a whole lot that the commanders could do unless they wanted to just settle for for somebody who they who they think may be a lesser candidate so they're doing it the right way you know I'm I'm happy to wait for all the ravens and all the all the lions uh Coordinators come available to, to do interviews with them in person and, and get a real feel for for who they are and what they bring to the table.
2: Does it concern you, though, that we're waiting on people, and I know we all can look and say we think that this is the better job, but, hell, every one of them is a good job for a coach, depending on how much they're offering them and what they basically see. And if one of those guys were to come up and then somebody come with a ridiculous offer that may pull the favorite away from you,
1: yeah, I mean, listen. If they end up getting shut out at the end of this and don't get, you know, either either the Lions coordinators or or the the Ravens defensive guys that are that are out there, and they have to go back into the the mix and and start talking to you know some of the folks who um, might not be as as uh, as highly regarded, then maybe it'd be something to be a little bit uh, a little bit uh, a little bit concerned about, but. You know, not not sitting here trying to be pessimistic, and I, I think that with the Adam Peters signing, I think you get a a signal to the NFL about how this uh, how folks are looking at this uh, at this new franchise and the new ownership group, and that allows me to sit here and be optimistic that they're going to be able to land the guys that they want.
0: I agree with that. Perhaps most importantly, I mean, these guys seem like they don't mess around, and like just get it done. And I think we saw that with Peters. Um, and it was the kind of operated in silence on it. And then it was just like, bang. And and I think perhaps most importantly, they put together a group with like vast resources and a knowledge base to look broadly. Um, and I just think, I think it's Johnson. I think they get it done. I think there's going to be a lot of interviews, which is smart and, you know, like, even the B-Enemy thing, I was curious what you thought of that. I think they'd be crazy not to at least talk to B-Enemy. And, and I say that, I think a lot of people don't understand this. And I I, Mitch, I know you do, and B, I know you do. But coaching staffs that haven't been fired are all still working, whether they made the playoffs or not. They sit down and go back and watch every, every snap. Play every snap from the entire season and put together comprehensive evaluation reports on every player on their roster. And, like, the doing that, and Adam Peters is taking over a team where, dude, even if they have a roster overhaul like we all expect, there's still going to be 35 of these same guys back just by contractual structures. So it'd be asinine do not want to hear the enemy's evaluation on these guys. Exactly, like, like People want to be so dismissed. One, people are incorrect and try to say it's a Rooney Rule requirement when the Rooney Rule stuff is external candidates. So this doesn't even satisfy that. But two, people want to be so flippant about like the knowledge base. I don't think EB is getting this job. I don't think the offense was good enough for him to get this job. I also don't know that we got to see him in his full operating status because of Ron. I don't know if that was a question, but I needed to get that <laughs> off my chest.
1: I mean, I agree with you. just to rewind real quick with B talking about like if if teams are throwing more money at a at a coach and they decide to go there, it listen, if if Ben Johnson decides to go to Carolina because they offer him 5 million dollars, you know, more per year or whatever the number is, he probably isn't your guy and I feel like B would probably agree with me about that. These guys want to win. I mean, they don't want to they don't – it's not all about the money. for the. It, it, it's it's about the money, but it's also about winning. But, and you know, every coach as, think uh, that
2: – every coach believes that they are the answer. That's why we look at a situation and say it's bad. They look at a situation and say, hmm, might be a little challenge.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've seen every coach be confident coming in here thinking they're going to turn this thing around. <laughs> sure. sure.
2: Uh, <laughs> exactly. You saw that happen all, every year. Or every other as year.
1: As far as the enemy goes, getting that interview, though, I, like, I don't understand why folks are upset about it. There's nobody – that knows more about the current roster construction and you know the the players than Eric, who spent the entire year here in a leadership role. And so I hope that he spent hours with Adam Peters and company, and they grilled him down to you know the third string linebackers and talked to him about everybody who who he who he you who know has a read on the working. organization. That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's and, true. and
2: make sure you find out everybody complaining about working and then let them go with it with the other coaches. That's Absolutely. Um, I'm curious, big man. We all
0: seem to think this is going to be Ben Johnson. Is there a – when you get down to the coordinator level, I know there was that new, little bit of news yesterday, I think from Garofolo on NFL Network, that he believes it would be – what's the dude's name? Hank Fraley, the current O-line yep. coach of Hank the Fraley Lions. Hank was my teammate. Where? In Philly. Dude, they think he's going to be the O.C. if Johnson gets the job. Hmm. Um, Hank? Yeah, big wow. center, right? Yeah, Hank's smart, though. He's smart. What, what I love about that is you've got an old lineman, tough guy, undrafted guy, earned mm-hmm. everything he got, and when you see the Lions, they have an identity of, we're Run gonna try to kick your ass. Yeah. And sure, maybe that starts with Dan Campbell, but hell, B, what can you tell us about Fraley?
2: He was tough. I mean, Hank was a little tough one, man, but uh, look, like not Like you said, the guy came in with not as much talent as everybody else, but we'll go at you. He was a fighter.
0: For sure. Yeah, I mean, undrafted guy starts 15 games as a rookie on a yeah. playoff team. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like that. Um Mitch, what do you think when they eventually have to fill this roster out? Is, is there a DC you like? How vital do you think that role is?
1: I mean, the DC they bring in is going to be super important. I think if you end up with a guy... Uh, like Ben Johnson uh, as as uh, as your head coach as a first time guy, I want to bring in a DC who has a little bit more experience, a guy who's you know kind of kind of been around the block a couple times and might be able to help out uh, Ben with kind of you know some of those first time head coaching things that he'll have to learn uh, on the job. When you look around the league, you know there aren't a whole lot of guys that that really fit that kind of uh, mold that are out there in terms of you know kind of the the veteran uh, defensive coordinators but wing martindale I think would be an interesting uh conversation to have I mean obviously we've seen the type of defense that um that he runs and certainly it's about the exact opposite of what we've seen out of commanders defenses the past 4 years with the 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 fear of blitzing that we uh that we saw in Ron Rivera so I think a, a guy like that might be interesting but Ultimately, you know, he you seems want like a real gonna,
2: hard to deal with kind of fellow. Yeah, he though. does, <laughs> and he walked. He basically walked out on his team too this year.
1: Well, apparently, him and Dayball well, were screaming at each other on the sidelines. I, I yeah, hey, yeah, Dayball fired his top two assistants without telling him. I mean, it doesn't seem like things are are all copacetic up there, up there in New York. I don't but,
2: mind coaches arguing on the sideline. It tells me that they. And, really and I care. don't
1: mind a coach that's going to come in and ruffle some feathers a little bit. There's, there's, there's some, there's some feather ruffling that can be had. And I think that if you bring in a guy who's a who's a real hard ass on the defense, I think that could that could really lift up some of these uh, some of these guys because what? we haven't seen this this defense has not been a you know overly aggressive you know uh, you know set the tone type guys and and that's what you want especially when you have two defensive tackles in the middle of the field there who are being paid as much as they do. I mean, we've been we've watched now. You know, two rounds of the NFL playoffs, and you're seeing interior D linemen make differences and, and cause teams to, to change what they're trying to do. And those aren't guys that are getting paid 60 mil a year, uh, 60 60 mil uh, over a contract or 100 mil over a contract. So get in there, get somebody in there who's gonna who's gonna create a little bit of uh, hard nosedness and 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 get these guys to play hard. Yeah, but that can come
0: from a number of places, right? Like that doesn't have to come from the D.C. that can come from the head coach. That can come from a linebacker coach. Like, I, I we were talking last night. Um, I did Lanell's show last night. And there's this thought process like, oh, you know, you got to find the motivator. But you can be a motivator a million different ways. I, I mean, if you look at, like, the success Bill Walsh had, he revolutionized football on a college and a pro level. And <clears throat> Bill Walsh was pretty laid-back California dude. He just demanded excellence, right? Mm-hmm. He demanded precision. And I, you know, we don't know enough about Ben Johnson, but we know a lot about Dan Campbell,
2: but then I, I don't know. I, I think the coordinator hired is Hank could be that Ben Johnson. I mean, that, that uh, the bad guy Campbell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I,
1: yeah, I, I mess with him a
2: lot and he was able to take it and give it back. So yeah, I can see him. I can see him. Anybody that did not want to work telling them to get their stuff, get their ass and start walking. I I
0: love that it I like when you get an OC that is a lineman and not a quarterback. I, yeah, I, I think the, it represents a the different mindset. the best mindset.
2: OCs in the league was there for a while. Is this OC and he's like a a consummate play call Is Andy Reid? Right,
0: but he was a quarterback, right?
2: And was an offensive lineman too.
0: Okay, I know he was a quarterback when he was young. There's that famous video.
2: That was just him in point Pass. point a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I realized he was 12 years old. He weighed about 265 then. So, <laughs> he wouldn't play a quarterback that long. Um, I And I don't mean it necessarily in that
0: you – you I know Lyman is the OC and you're going to be a Neanderthal and run the ball 100 times in a row, but there's an inherent toughness that yeah. comes there. In, but, dude, Ben Johnson's going to be calling the plays.
2: He's going to call him for a while. Right. Maybe maybe he he may not. because Over time. When people get that head coaching job, other than Sean McVay who has that damn photographic memory – it's hard as hell for them to do everything. I mean, even Gruden gave up play
0: calling for Sean for
2: a year. Yeah. So, it, it, so yeah. it Eventually, in the way that coaching is today, with all of the the political aspect of things they have to do, politics, I'm saying, not just being in the political realm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, the sometimes they calling. get tired
2: of doing everything. For sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think, how big do you think this overhaul is going to be, Mitchell?
1: Uh, I think... Quite big. I mean, we saw it when, you know, when Ron came in and, you know, granted the, the COVID year, so we didn't see it, you know, quite as much up close and personal as we normally do. But coaches can turn over a, a large portion of the roster quickly. And, you know, I think if you if you look at the, not the final 53, because by the end they were throwing every Tom, Dick, and Harry on IR to get, you know, to, 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 to miss the last couple of weeks. But if you look at the 53 from, you know, week 16 per se or week 15 I think you're going to see solid 30 plus new players next year and probably 40 plus new players you know by two years uh into the new regime and you know that's going to happen you know obviously Eric Biennemi and Ron Rivera ran one kind of offense and we're going to see you know Ben Johnson or whoever come in you know run their own and, and want some of their their own guys in there I just hope there's not quite as much of a uh of a Detroit to DC um, connection as there was uh Carolina to DC when Ron came in because uh, you know, you need some new faces in there and you need some younger faces. You need some guys who can go out and win.
0: Yeah. I mean, you'd like to think that the trying to recreate, I don't mind
2: some of those San Francisco to DC moves though.
0: Sure. Or uh, not the Carolina Panthers, but there might be some Carolina Tar Heels coming to DC. I would, I would watch that. Um, B and I are trying to avoid what inevitably will become a debate with a whole lot of people that don't know anything uh, insisting they do. Um, number two is going to be a quarterback. Do you have a dog in that fight yet? Is it entirely premature? W- where are you at on the uh, the number two pick as it stands today? A lot of this is because Mel Kuyper suggested they're going to draft Jaden Daniels, a prospect that I think would is awesome, but mm-hmm. I I think it's too early to know much.
1: I agree with you that it's probably a little too early to know much. I like Jaden Daniels a lot. Uh, We talk about this every year, JP. You know that we're getting into uh, Senior Bowl is this weekend. Uh, East-West, you know, the East-West Trine Bowl is, I think, next weekend after that. We're getting into the bowl season. We're getting into the the talent evaluation period where these guys are going out and actually getting a chance to talk to these players and, and watch them go through workouts and stuff. Every year there's a big riser, you know, especially at the quarterback position. There's a guy who kind of shoots up the charts who you're a little surprised about. You know, to me, is it going to be a guy like Michael Penix, who's maybe, uh, you know, his medicals won't be quite as bad as folks think they are, plus he interviews well. Could it be a guy like Jaden Daniels who hops from, you know, most consensus folks think he's going to be the third quarterback? Does he hop up and be the number one overall? Uh, I, I think that he's going to make a strong push. And at the end of the day, whoever's picking one is going to be deciding between Daniels and, uh, and, and Williams between the two of those guys. And, mm. and may going to be the guy that drops the touch, but uh, mm. I like Jane Daniels a lot. I'm excited to hear more from him and hear more about him. I think by the time we get to uh, Indy for the combine, I think his, his uh, stock is going to be rocketing up the charts and mm. folks are going to be uh, super excited about him. So We'll see if he's even there to for the commanders to take.
2: I'll call you later and pick your brain on why you think May is gonna drop. Later.
3: Not right no,
1: now. No, I, you
0: you give us a quick preview yeah, of it. A quick preview.
1: I I it's not even that I think May is gonna drop because he's doing anything. I just think folks are gonna be so enamored by Jaden Daniels that he's gonna hop that he's gonna that he's gonna hop over Caleb Bay. That's all. You
0: all know right. you know the quarterback I think is gonna have a really interesting pre draft process? Ooh. And I'm I'm out, but I think he's gonna I think he becomes a first-rounder, J.J. McCarthy of Michigan. I think they were such a run-first team that we really didn't see a lot of him. I think athletically he's going to be really good. I think he's going to be really good in interviews. Um, again, it's not the guy for me, but I'm curious how that goes. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Bo Nix Nick, Bo becomes a top-ten guy by the time we Bo get him. Bo Nix? You think yeah. so? Yeah. yeah, big, strong. I, I don't know. It's too. It's super early in the process, but it's going to be a lot of fun That's to watch. That's
2: one I'm going to have to wait and see on that one.
0: Thank you, big man. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, Mitch. Thank you, guys. That's our guy, Mitch Tischler, Beltway Football. You can watch it on Monumental Sports, or you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast. You can follow the big man at Mitch underscore Tischler, T-I-S-C-H-L-E-R. How many offense coordinators do you think have flipped in the last two years? You'd be stunned by the numbers. Don't
2: go anywhere. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sideline, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship game with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel.com right now. Get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian to join the day. That's FanDuel.com slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old or present of Virginia. First online real money wage only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: I'm above the rim. Um, Ooh, we got the DOC. I love it. Doc Walker set to join us in just a moment. B we're going to need to dig into that Hank Fraley thing. You just told me about mm-hmm. maybe a little off the air and then a, a longer session on the air. Um, Right now, though, I think I'm going to surprise the DOC. Rick Doc Walker joining us now. Hello, Doc. How are you,
4: gentlemen? Uh, always good. You guys are such gracious hosts. Whenever I get called up to the bigs, man, I know I get a good Stop meal. With that. <laughs> <laughs> I get drink. You know, no plastic cups. I get glasses. I mean, really, it's uh, it's encouraging. Want a soda? Um, no, I don't do sodas. I, I, no, it's not Niagara soda. It's, it's like a club soda. soda. It's no no calories. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we gotta Thank take care of you, it. though. No, hey, man, I love being called up.
0: I wanna, I wanna ask you something that's gonna surprise you. And I'm, I'm sure it won't. <laughs> I think it might. I don't think so. What do you think I'm gonna ask you? It could be anything, but it won't surprise. So you won't be surprised because you know that I, I am a little bit of a loose cannon. Well, you're a journalist. I, I, I love when you say that to me sincerely because you are. Because I, I wonder if I am anymore, but yeah, I appreciate are. that you are. Um, you obviously have a, a wealth of football knowledge as a player, as a broadcaster, all of those things. But one of the things I always love talking to you about is hoops because I don't think people recognize, one, I mean, think about the amount of time you spent with Big John yeah. uh, being at UCLA when you were there, I mean, and and just the amount of pro basketball you've watched, consumed, interviewing Magic with the Lakers, like yeah. all these things. Yeah. What did you think of Embiid last night? I'm guessing you watched.
4: No, I didn't watch. I heard and and heard – what everybody was saying. I watched him the night before when they beat uh, Nuggets. And I thought that was a heck of a game. Embiid has always impressed me. He just never been in shape. I, and, I told you if, yeah. if he ever dedicates himself. Oh, it's over.
2: Just 85% of the time. No, it's over. He would destroy this
4: He's game. so gifted. And um, Joker, all those big guys are the freakiest people I've ever seen. Because I'm from the Alcindor era. we tall. These dudes are huge, yeah, and tall, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's it's. I've never seen anything like it. Are you
0: are you surprised that a dude like Embiid can't break through to the winner's circle? Do you think that's coming? Like holding up a Larry O'Brien? Well, it depends. on the guy on the sidelines is capable of making that happen. Nurse, Nurse is serious. He was there with but, Kawhi in Toronto when they won. Yes. yes. So think
2: about basketball now in this day and age, mm-hmm. the big man, yes. Yeah. But you need you need a guard and or and a forward but dude, who can not a big man Cleveland. like we remember it. He's not, <laughs> yeah. but he needs a true Batman. I mean he needs a true Robin mm-hmm. to him being Batman. And you look at most of the teams, hell Steph is what the league is today. Mm-hmm. And he had a damn maniac that made people not mess with him in Draymond. Sure. Now Draymond has lost his mind completely. But ultimately, MB needs somebody else on that squad that can be there for him all the time.
4: Yeah, and I think uh, and he has it. And motivate him. Yeah, well, that's the difference. You got scores, but I don't know. The motivation has got to come from somewhere else. And I think it's the idea that the league MVP ain't going anywhere. So if that guy is in your age group and he's the MVP and the champion, you better up your game up or you'll never win one. There you go. Because he's in your, he's your age group. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so it's King Kong Godzilla. So which one are you going to be?
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. when you look at Joker, um, Joker's good. Man. We Joker watched a Freak. They <laughs> lost to the Celtics. Was that last Friday night? I watched that game. The Nuggets were in Boston, yeah. but I, like, I. No, they beat them. They right? I'm sorry. They ended up winning that yeah. game, uh-huh. and they were seven. I know because I bet on them. Mm-hmm. I think they were <laughs> seven point underdogs going into Boston. Yeah, and in my Austin, head, the
4: Gardens. They, it's it's stupid how good they are, but they're they're like uh, Staley. Isn't that the guy Chargers just got fired? Yeah. yeah. See, I love these mathematicians that think they're going to come into sports and change the sport. You can enhance it a little bit, but you're going to always be seasoning. You're never going to be the main course. Mm-hmm. So he comes in all the analytics, and that's why he's behind is fired. With a great team. The Chargers missed the window because this idiot didn't see the game. He was reading a program card. But mm-hmm. well, when you're on this and do that, man, come on. I love math, too. But this is a contact sport. And I just don't I don't yeah. buy it. I love hearing that, dog. Um, well, speaking of some contact sports, <clears throat> are you
0: at all concerned, alarmed, don't care whatsoever at the pace of the head coach search for the commanders?
4: Not at all. Matter of fact, we're probably going too fast. Nothing's gonna happen to after the Super Bowl anyway. As long as you're in pocket by the senior bowl. Or you got your you, an idea? I, imagine what the meeting's like. All right, Brian, we're really considering you, but who are you gonna bring in? I don't know right now. I mean, we're still coaching.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and, I, and a lot of these other guys that I may bring in, they're coaching. They're too. coaching too. And so. I have to figure out how I can offer them a better job yeah. to be able to leave because I can't. They can't move. they not on the budget. Yeah.
4: So you, you and everybody's acting like they got. No, you don't. You don't even know if your coordinator. To me, the most important thing the head coach can do. Is get people better than he is to be the offensive and defensive coordinators. That's his number one po- focus. Mm-hmm. And the guy in Detroit's outstanding, but give me the first player picked in the draft at quarterback, a guy who's already been to a Super Bowl or a guy who's already been around McVay. Yeah, you should do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. The guy impressed me is a guy down in Texas, Houston. He took an Ohio State quarterback, and they changed his the whole mindset. And bingo, change and, and, change, and everybody else's mindset towards him. Yeah. So that, and then the guy in Baltimore, I I don't refer to they anybody. Stopped as stopped everybody. I don't refer to anybody than the Billy Goat Check. That's that dude. The offense that the Shanahan's have have come up with, the only guy to be their kryptonite, one guy in the whole damn league. And the always defense. again. yeah, baby, Belichick, the goat. Baltimore. Do you? Do you care? Where do you land on the? I don't care. Got to hire an offensive guy. I don't care. I don't, but that's ignorant. Anybody that says that, they heard it, somebody else said it. It's a repeat, it's not an original thought. Because how would you know? What you need to know is who's playing. If I got Dick Butkus, if I got uh, Deacon Jones, whatever, even I might be able to pull that off. People hear things in our market, our business is we are the verbal Twitter, verbal X. We just talk about what people text, you know. So
0: caught you saying Twitter though. I thought you were off it. I think right. verbal, verbal X. I like verbal X. That.
4: We verbal X. I think I took that in college. Yeah, verbal X. So whatever anybody says, if you go in to get a pro, uh, somebody to diagnose your illness, do you give a damn what somebody says? is not a physician. <laughs> not at all. Not at all.
0: Um, it it's a it's fun to watch and feel excitement. At this point in time, we got nothing else. Right, we're desperate, desperate. And what I, I was talking with somebody in College Park the other day. Yeah. What I do think feels different is we have no idea if these guys will work. We have no idea None. if Peters is going to work. You feel good the, about the, it. The number two overall pick might not work. All these things, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if that doesn't work, the ownership group will try again and try again, and it won't be. It won't work. It won't not work because they are sabotaging it.
4: I agree. Yeah. I'm a,
0: a. And that is. Diff- I agree.
4: The only thing you can be assured of with this group is that it's going to be better than the last group you had. Sure, I can guarantee you that. And that's all you get until it's proven.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Other than that, you still you're selling, and you're hoping. Unless you get someone who's already failed. I like a guy that's already been a previous head coach. I don't, and I want a guy that's already been here. If I have a chance, choice, and you've already been here, and I don't have to take you and show you with Dulles and show you all that, I'm not getting a head start on my opponents. The realtor, you used the one you had last time. We're hitting the ground running. But if I got a, and then the wife, school district. See, you don't don't factor out who the boss is. Sure, I'm I'm See, highly aware. Exactly. I <laughs> think oh, know Yeah, yeah exactly. Especially over there. So I want to make sure she already been here. So we're good with that. So I don't have to worry about that. I'm trying to think, is that that a target you're saying? No, no, I'm just saying all the factors that come in, when it comes down to the final selections, these are cheat sheets that I'm looking at. If I can get Bryant, Bryant had never caught a punt before he caught his first punt in the NFL. But he's an alien. No one else is going to do that. So if I get an alien, all bets are off. How do you know? You don't know till the battle. That's, that's what I'm saying about
0: Ben Johnson. If you want to question that he's never been the boss and he's got, yeah. if you look at Dan Campbell and kind of the, the way he commands a room. He's the alpha. But, like, nobody
4: knew what Gibbs would be. Nobody knew what McVay would be. You know who you've been with. Eric Coriel. Sure. Joe was at University of Southern California and Florida State. Pedigree football-centric. Sure. And he's an offensive lineman. See, and John McKay and them, everything, line of that scrimmage. That us
2: feel good about Hank Frehley. Yeah. yeah,
4: so he took the line of scrimmage pedigree from John McKay, matched that then with the Air Coriel mindset, you get the best of both worlds. That's why he could – it was always easy for Joe to get to the running game because that's who he was. See, if a, a former quarterback ain't going to say that. He's the toughest former quarterback you'll ever going to meet. Okay? Sure. So I'm just saying, most guys play that position. We love them because they're arm strength. You, a, you don't have any idea. I don't know the guy. I know his background, and I don't care. It's Not my job to figure it out. What did you think of the games this
0: past weekend? What stood out to you?
4: The fact that Green Bay gave a victory away. They did. And they were that close with that youth. And then Mark Murphy, our, our old teammate of mine, who is. I thought you were trying
2: to put me with you and Mark. No, I almost uh-huh, forgot bro, you were young. <laughs>
4: I forgot. I forgot you, bit, you a tadpole. But, but Murph, they have an offensive line that's been intact for 30 years. They've had three of the top quarterbacks of all time. They're a well-run organization, and yet, you know, I would have been trying to rob him, but that's just how I think. We've been kind of anti-our ex-players anyway, so we don't seem to do that. We don't embrace the history of our own past. I think I think that's going to change a little bit. Yeah, well, I hope I mean, so. Yeah, I mean. Because it looks bad when you got to go outside and market to get people the people that have done it in your market.
2: The, thing, the problem is that I think they were bringing all these coaches from outside the market, yeah. and they had, like, ownership now is truly in the market, and they are real fans. They really understand the location. Right. Dan said he was a fan. I talked with someone right back in the day who had a lot of information. He was never a fan. His I dad know. was a fan. Well, he also right. surrounded right. himself. He,
0: he kept himself in such a bubble and such a cocoon, Dan did, even locally when he was here, when he wasn't on the yacht. Yeah. These dudes are out and about. Yeah. Like, I mean, Oh, I like him. Yeah. I like him. Uh, like
4: Ray Brown. We have a mutual friend, his brother, Ray Brown, one of the best ever, who was a coach, who's been here for a minute, who embodied everything that Joe Gipp, the whole program. I, I never understood why somebody didn't go, Ray, you got to be here. We got people that, to me, was never targeted, never given the influence to. Acted as if didn't need you, and it was awful. You let another person bring their culture in to your program, which showed how brain dead you were. Are you hanging out with Russell all afternoon? Well, yeah, but Russell, yeah, I gotta have a kick gloves food. on That's why Russell's because I gotta here be very indeed. because Russell's kind of sad. He's in mourning right now because he lost a dear friend. Oh, who? Yeah, Ron Rivera. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he lost a dear friend. We'll and be so right back.
0: <laughs> need a napkin. Wildcard Scotty brought in a whole bunch of Popeyes. I just found this mystery box of wings that are banging. But my hands are, and they're spicy. What do you call that, Spice Landini?
4: I call them good. <laughs> but because I don't want to turn into Linnell, I'm, I had to go easy on them.
3: <laughs> we'll explain that at uh, 106.7 The Fan versus yeah, Team ninety eight. We will explain that at, at Yo, the
0: party. If somebody remembers to ask us that. Might need a couple Don't of drinks. Don't worry, I'll bring it up. <laughs> a couple of drinks, but that is an only
2: uncensored story. <laughs> um, I have a question. Yeah, well, Jeff is Jeff is uh is the person in charge to bring that story up.
0: Whenever the rooster, listen, there's free food, the rooster shows up, God bless him. But somehow, when it's time to come on air, he gets lost. He had to go get...
3: I've been trying to explain this to you for three years. People have to have headphones if they want to hear you. What if they don't want to hear him? <sighs> oh, nah, I understand that. A lot of people do. <laughs> um, yeah, I do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rooster,
0: I don't want to interrupt you. I want to let you tell the world your latest accomplishment and what it means to
3: you. Uh, it was, it was a, a bright and shining moment in my not-so-illustrious radio career. Oh, wow. Wow. I came in. Yes, you had free food, which I was aware of because I was listening to B, Mitch, and Finley on the way in. So I was aware that – Shout out, out to Pop- Wild
0: Card Scotty. You could
3: say thank you to right. Wildcard Scotty. Thank you, Wildcard Scotty. Scotty. Um, so I was aware that there was free food. So I did not come in for free food. I just came in to say hello to the boys uh, because and I'm a you, nice guy like and that. And you indulged in free food. You Sure. I had, a, I, had a, I had A wing, yes. I picked up the golf club. After noticing that there was a lot of food on the floor. Not us. I picked we up the golf never. club and I said, hey, what if I put this French fry, this whole full-length French fry, into the cup? Mm-hmm. Would I be setting, like, a World Guinness Book of World Records type thing? So uh, I, it, I uh, put the French fry. Book fr- of World Records, right here. Whatever. <laughs> so I put the French fry down. Big. I swung the big stick, put her in the hole. And bam, there you go.
0: I mean, if that's not the new drop, I yeah. swung the big stick and, and put her put in, the in the hole. hole. Yeah. Uh, congrats, yeah. Rooster. You, you s- will hit successfully again. butted that french fry. I
3: mean, th- this you- is what you guys have me on for, right? <laughs> so I can say stupid things. Probably, <laughs> <Yeah>. honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, for everybody that hates me, I'm not that much of a jerk. No, I, I actually am somewhat peoples. funny sometimes.
0: Human Chris Russell is great. Yeah, cyborg alien Chris Russell that exists <laughs> on social media not so great. <laughs> you like you take social media way too serious. Yeah,
3: I do. I, I'm trying. Look, I told Richmond John. You know Richmond John, right? Yeah, of course. I told him. I said ten years ago because he was making. I just called you him know, Richmond. Uh, uh, Richmond, Richmond, John, John, and Richmond, whatever. <laughs> Ten years ago, I would have taken things ultra ultra seriously. Now that I got one foot in the grave, I just take it's all bits and skits. That's all it's about. Um, I don't think it needs to be. I don't think put the biscuit in the
0: basket. (laughs) This is where it gets hard. Um, But I'm always right. Interview you is what I'm trying to say. There, it's
3: it's tough, but you're a professional.
0: Um, Something like that. I I I am curious where you're at on uh, coaching search. Alarmed whatsoever. I think this is all just
3: natural process. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I mean, like I, I'm not into what Tennessee did last night. Which you don't is like Callahan higher? No, no, no. I like Callahan, and I think he deserves an opportunity, even though he hasn't been a play caller. I, I don't need you to necessarily be a play caller. Andy Reid was not a play caller in Green Bay when he went to Philadelphia and turned into, you know, arguably the what one of the top three coaches of all time. Yeah top five, however you want to rank that. He wasn't a play caller. He came from Green Bay as a quarterback coach. So I don't need you to be a play caller. What I what I was surprised by that was the timing. You have a first-time head coach, a non-play caller for a team that needs a lot of offensive help, and maybe more than just offensive help, in a weird situation, and you didn't wait for any of the other... Coaches available, you know whether offense, defense, wh- whatever they might be for the playoff teams to at least have a second round of interviews. You just fell in love with a guy, and I'm sure he's a great coach. I don't know him. Do you? I don't know if you no, ever who? met him. I don't re- ever remember him being around here when you know when who? his dad was here. No, Callahan. yeah. I, I mean, i you know, Auto. I like, heard great things about him, but
2: yeah. But if I mean, like like I said about any uh, one of these people on uh, about to hire somebody. If the guy checks all the boxes, yeah, you can go with. him.
3: And I'm I guess that's what happened for but, them. But what if you? What if you know Mike McDonald also checks all the boxes? But if if you wanted to go offensive, then you're not worried about the defensive guy. Okay. If you want to what if Ben defense, Johnson you checks wait. all the boxes? But, now, now but, you you're not waiting for Ben. J- now you might not get Ben Johnson. But to to the point, but. just like you remember when uh, Tomlin went to mm-hmm. Steelers, nobody thought he was
2: going to get that job. Right, I'm with you, and he's been there that long when a guy hits what you think he is
3: you don't have to worry we don't have to worry about the other guy I mean that's 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 fair B I you know I I mean I understand that I guess what then I w- again, I, I guess I would say is Johnson, I was don't get the other people to take him right yeah, now <laughs> I was surprised at how quickly they moved I m- me mm-hmm. yeah but I'm a you know m- maybe I'm slow as molasses maybe I'm just too old I don't know I, I like to talk to everybody. I, I like to sure. consider as well, many options I, as I can. I think, Sorry, homie. <laughs> I think anybody trying to
0: dismiss Peter's talking with Eric Biennium is an idiot. I of course, totally course he's going to talk to him.
3: Totally yeah. agree. I mean, and not to mention just the player avows they have going on probably through next week. <laughs> I mean, this is where I get in trouble because i got to watch what well, I say. Let's just
2: say those people that are doing that, we should not even bring them up and give them no love on this show because they're idiots. They don't understand the whole concept of hiring anybody. Uh, I mean,
0: I like, I don't think he's getting the job, but you'd be no. crazy not to talk to him so for a, for a, him.
3: For a month know. and a half. For a month and a half, I, I've just been saying he will absolutely get a head coaching interview here, and he deserves one. And it's not just to satisfy the Rooney Rule; it has nothing to do with that. It doesn't, and do, it's smart. It doesn't whatsoever right. affect the Rooney right. Rule, and it's, it's those smart have to
0: be external candidates. Yes, yeah,
3: to your point, it's smart to find out, hey, man, why did you call for? Forty-one point three dropbacks per game with a fifth-round rookie. Like, why was there something that you saw in him that we're missing that we don't know, or or were you forced to do that, or were you trying to prove a point, or were you like, or a, a, Bruce, at the minimum, do you feel like you got a real
0: shot at running your offense, running your room, and and the and the what we were told was that he got to kind of run the land for a yeah. while, and then is it, you kind of get undercut in August. <laughs> yeah, like yo, how much did what happened in August impact your season? Those yeah. are questions you want answers to. I, I agree. And, uh, they, Roosters, and, uh, and, and producers, producers
2: ho- trying to get him, yeah. he got a job to go do. What do you just let Doc talk? That's a good point. It's a good. Point. I don't know uh, why he
3: has to leave. His show doesn't start it's for another the hour. Rooster show. Doc is, is is the sidekick with him. I love you guys. I would hang out with you all the time, but the, you know I'd probably get well, in trouble. We're not gonna pay you. <laughs> Let's so be you, clear might about go, that. you might want to go you might want to go over there where people go pay. You, you can that. have
0: leftover Popeyes from Wildcard Scotty, though. If you if,
3: I don't want to say if you look at my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, uh, what you do you silly, know? Rooster made silly it weird and,
0: and about gross. himself. Uh, when we return, Nikki Javala <laughs> joins the program. Zaza Pachulia!